Hallelujah. Psalm 18 and 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Psalm 18 and 3. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Hallelujah. Good evening, Allen family and friends. This is Reverend Nicole Edmonds with you tonight. And on behalf of our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Elaine McCullen Slate, welcome to the Greater Allen Cathedral, Cathedral Evening Prayer. With a dynamic, we have a dynamic pastor with us tonight uh, who will lead us in prayer. He's the son of Allen. Reverend Dr. Phil Craig, the pastor of the Greater Springfield Community Church in Springfield Gardens, New York. Reverend Phil Craig, you may proceed. Praise the Lord. I want to just thank you, uh, Reverend Ednis and uh, Brother Barrington, for holding this prayer line down. Well, that is so much needed. And of course, giving praise to uh, my pastors the Reverend Dr. Elaine McCullens Flake and Pastor Meredith, Reverend Dr. Floyd Harold Flake. And of course, to my family, the Greater Allen Cathedral and all those and even guests this evening uh, who is joining us. Um, just as you was uh, saying these scriptures, uh, Reverend Ednis, you know, I know that the spirit of the Lord is, is on this evening because you know, in, in Psalms 18:2, as you reiterated, you know, it talks about uh, God being our rock, our fortress, our high tower, our shield, and and all of that is what our faith is based on, so that we can go through times like this and and not be weary, and go through times like this and not fold. It is the peace of the Lord that gets us through these through these times in the midst of all the chaos. And um, so that's what I would like to pray about tonight. Uh, I would like to pray about peace, and I'm I'm praying that someone who needs peace will receive it uh, this evening at the end of this prayer. Um, I, I'm just as a testimony, when you're in some tight situations, you know, that peace is just, it really does, it, it's priceless. Peace is priceless. Y'all better write that down and put it all over your house and just write peace is priceless because that's what we need to yearn for. Um, just real quickly, two weeks ago, you know, I had to go to the emergency room because my blood pressure and my heart was elevated and it didn't seem like it wanted to regulate. And, uh, so I even doubled up on my medicine. It still wasn't changing. And while I was, uh, so I went to the emergency room and while I was laying in the bed in the ER, you know, a scripture out of nowhere came to my heart, Reverend Adness. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 came to my mind that says, you know, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And as that scripture took over my spirit, I had a peace in my heart that whatever the doctor would come back and say, I knew everything was going to be all right. And, and that's just a feeling that you, it is priceless. So when the doctor did come back in the room, uh, he began to tell me that my heart enzymes were elevated and that I was having a heart attack. 
And, and I must have been the calmest heart attack patient that they have ever seen because the doctor looked at me and he asked me, he says, um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Craig, did you hear even what I said? I said, perfectly. And so I want people to understand that no matter what you go through, even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it ain't nothing but a shadow. Because God says, I'm there with you. And so as people strive for one thing more than the other, I believe that it is peace. I think that they, they seek more peace than even money. And, and the reason that they seek it is because with all of the things that are going on in this world, there is no lasting comfort or freedom in our lives. Two days ago, I just heard the most sinister sentence out of the mouth of one of the most dangerous and powerful presidents on this earth. To even utter the possibility of using nuclear weapons to annihilate the Ukrainian people is insane. And that uproots a lot of, it, it, it just caused a lot of disturbance. And people, people's spirit will just, uh, they're terrified. People are leaving the country by droves. And so when we look at peace in the Bible, the Bible defines peace primarily in three ways. And that's the psychological peace, the comfort in us, the relational peace, the harmony among humanity and within each other, and the spiritual peace, of course, which is between God and man. Ephesians 2, 14, 17 says, for he himself is our peace. And he came and preached peace to who were far off and peace to those who were near. Jesus empowers each of us to overcome every type of sin. And no matter how difficult our situation, no matter how crazy our, our trials are, Christ can break through it. Jesus said, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. But I just want to say one thing before we pray. But to have that peace, you must know the one who can give it. Well, let us pray. Bow your heads, close your eyes. God, we come to you because finding calm in the chaos is not always easy to do. And sometimes it almost seems downright impossible. With the COVID-19 pandemic, the political debates raging on in schools and workplaces, God, figuring out a new normal, generations running wild, violence on the rise, wars and rumors of wars. It's understandable that a lot of us that may be even on this conference call are looking for scriptures on healing and peace and even inspiring words to get us through the day. And with such looming concerns on top of the uh, a usual day-by-day -day responsibilities, God, we know that it has to be common for us to yearn for some harmony and order in our lives to take over. Because every now and then, it, I, even me personally, I just want to sit down and cry and weep like Jeremiah for his people, for all the things that is going on in this world. And many of us will admit 
if we're, if we're truthful this evening, that we've longed for a little peace and quiet in the midst of our recent chaos and in the midst of challenges in our life and the various forms of possibly rowdy children in our homes and nonstop phone calls and email notifications and not even to mention the Zoom meetings and the Microsoft meetings and our own restless thoughts that goes through our head. God, we're not even mentioning that how the rise of anxiety is happening among even younger kids day in and day out. It's just too easy to fall into the traps, God, of feeling overwhelmed uh, on these type of days. God, it's too easy, Lord, to be overcome by the busyness that surrounds us and trying to keep our minds on you, Lord. It's just really hard, oh, Father God, to be truthful on this very night, God, because things be running wild in our heads time and time again by listening to news and the radio and, and reading the newspapers, God, there is nothing but violence on top of violence. And yet, God, we know that there is still a bomb in Gilead, that there is common relief that comes in the form of your word in the form of your scriptures throughout both the Old and the New Testament. God, we find that there are scriptures on peace that are prevalent and they're comforting. God, we just need to cut out a little bit of time and spend more time with you rather than on Facebook and Twitter and, Lord, and on uh, Snapchat and on other social media platforms. God, we just ask, Lord, that you will give us, God, the strength, oh, Father God, to move through times like this and to take a piece of your peace, God, and even with every personal situation, that it would even be that would not be considered as universal experiences. God, when we read the word, and I'm and I'm talking about myself, God, even when I read the word, it almost seems as if the word is coming across exactly what I needed to hear. So, God, I hope, Lord, that this prayer, Lord, touches somebody, someone who is not in the word today, someone who doesn't have a relationship with you. God, that they will find something that they need so dearly, and that is that thing called peace that peace that surpasses all understanding. God, that peace that you find by reading your word and knowing that there is every situation with a with a solution in your within your 66 books, oh, Father God, of the thing that we call the Holy Bible. God, so I've come to encourage somebody this evening. Whether you're facing a level of mayhem that seems to be spiraling out of control, I've come to let you know in this prayer tonight that there is a place for you in a peaceful arena. And the key to that peaceful arena is God's word. And the word declares in Philippians 4, 6 to 7, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In other words, I declare I'm not normal. I declare I won't be defeated. I declare I will rise above the doubt of man when it comes to my life. I declare somebody 
to act like Verizon on the other side of this phone and scream to the devil, can you hear me now that you tried to steal my peace? You tried to steal my mind. You tried to steal my joy. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I dare somebody to get excited that bad news won't uproot you, that finances won't uproot you, that a bad relationship won't uproot you. Declare to yourself this evening, I'm like a tree planted down by the river where even the Fiona's of the world may destroy bridges and may destroy roadways, but they won't destroy me. I want somebody to have that spirit like the psalmist in Psalms 4-8 where it says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone, O Lord. Make me dwell in safety. Even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we got to know that God is right there with us through the wars and rumors of wars, that God is still there with us, that through the threats and no matter who it comes from, that God is still on top of the throne, that there's no president and there's no king that will dwell over God. So the last word doesn't come from a president in Russia. The last word doesn't come from presidents across the seas. The last word doesn't even come from the president here in the United States. The last word comes from the living God, the one and only God. For God is not the author of confusion, and he's not the author of sinister, but he is the author of peace. So therefore, God, we put our trust in you. We put our hope in you, God, and we are here to say that we are here to open up our minds and our hearts. God, we are asking you, Lord, that you will just flood us with your peace, that you will flood us with your spirit. God, move around this world, Lord, from the United States to Russia, from Russia to Iran. God, there is so much confusion. There is so much violence. There is so many issues. There is so much unnecessary uh, issues that are happening to our people. But God, we know that you are the God that still sits high and looks so very low. Lord, all you got to do is say the word and this world will be healed. Say the word and let peace Surpass. God, say the word and let us, Lord, rise up together. Say the word and let us live in harmony. God, for we love you and we adore you. But Lord, this is a world of darkness and this is a world of tragedy and this is a world of illness and this is a world, God, that we know that all you have to do is say, Peace, be still, and the violence will stay still. And the ravageness will stay still, and the evilness will stay still. God, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but all we know that we put tomorrow in the palm of your hands. And as long as tomorrow's in the palm of your hands, we don't have to worry about any issues that is coming our way. Because for what we've done, we put our trust in you. While some put their trust in gold, and some put their 
trust in chariots. Some put their trust in hell horses. God, we've come to learn that we've put our trust in the Lord that God, the one Lord, the one and only God, the one who parted Red Seas, the one who made dry bones come to life, the one who allowed the, his only and begotten son to come back up on the third day. And so, Father God, if you truly was able to bring Jesus up on the third day, where, Lord, we trust that you can still remove Putin out of his president position. God, that you can still put somebody of peace inside of that president position, that you still can change the laws in Iran so that no more violence and no more killing of innocent women will come across the eyes of the police. God, we are asking for you, Lord, to come and shake things up this evening. God, come and move like your spirit has never moved before. God, we can't do it without you. We've done taken prayer out of schools. We done took prayer out of public places. And God, look at us now. Here we are. Lord, what we need is to have you back in our lives on a daily basis, in our children's lives on a daily basis. God, we need you back in our schools. We need you back in our public buildings. We need you back in our churches. We need you back in our mosques. We need you back in our temples. God, we need you every single place. God, in every single corner. God, we need you in our prayer closets, and we need you on a train. We need you by ourselves, and we need you in public. God, we need you more than ever before. And so, God, but what we need right now is peace. Peace, Lord. Peace that will bring your people to a place that violence is not the priority. That killing is not the priority. That money is not the priority. But, God, we need your peace. For Matthew says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. Lord, bless us right now for those who continues to bring peace in a chaotic world. Bless them in their comings and their goings. God, and we will be so careful in giving your name the praise, the honor, and the glory, because you're worthy. Of it all, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wonderful. Thank you so much, Reverend Phil Craig, for praying tonight. We need peace. Yes, we do. And thank you for lifting up all these prayers for not only our country, but other countries. And we thank you for that. We thank you for uh, your testimony of how in the midst of a time when you could have really, really be frazzled, God gave you peace. He reminds us of Jesus saying, my peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. And God gave you peace in the midst of that uh, that time that you was in the ER. And gave, and I love what you said, the calmest heart, heart attack patient his doctor probably has ever seen. That was amazing. So that was truly the perfect peace of God. So thank you so much for praying for us that we would receive this peace tonight. And yes, we, we by faith, we receive.
receive the peace of God in Jesus' precious name. Everyone, thank you for coming on tonight. And um, we will be back on tomorrow morning in prayer at 9 a.m. prayer. And we're just going to keep going before the Lord. And we're thanking him for all that shall take place in the days ahead. We will know that because we have prayed, when we see these signs and wonders, we will know it's because we have prayed we, and, and we have heard from heaven and God has healed our land. God bless each and every one of you. Have a wonderful, peaceful night. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. You, Amen. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. God bless you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.